Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode 14. I'm your host, Charles Grant. In today's episode, Bowley is working on a new lock cylinder, a new book on picking for emergency service professionals, more lock picking criminals, a few Labor Day deals, and details on Alex Who's Mad Aussie Challenge and other giveaways. For full show notes with links, visit www.thelocksportscast.com. You can find this show on most podcast apps, YouTube, and at thelocksportscast.com. All right, so let's get started with the news here. This one is a little old. It's actually from August 29th, but I missed it on the last episode. Bowley Lock Company posted on their Twitter account that they're working on a new core to fit smaller formats. Not sure if they will release it for sale or not, but they shared some pictures, so I will have a link to their Twitter account and the first post in that series, and that'll be in the show notes. All right, and then several people shared a story with me that was actually on different sites, but it all appears to come from this one press release entitled, InventHelp Inventor Develops Compact Lockpick for the Hotel Industry. September 1st, 2020 is the date on it, and it starts off, I work for the hotel security industry, and I thought there could be a better tool for releasing an engaged night latch, said an inventor from Huntington Beach, California. So I invented the night latch wizard. The inventor described the invention design. My compact and durable design can be easily accessed by security officers when needed. The patent-pending invention provides an external way to open a swing bar door guard on a hotel room door. In doing so, it offers a compact alternative to traditional tools. As a result, it can be carried in a pocket, and it helps resist damage. The invention features a simple design that is convenient and easy to use, so it is ideal for the hotel industry, security, law enforcement, and locksmiths. Additionally, a prototype is available. It gives very little information about the product. That's all you get. And I did a search for the, the name of the product online, and all I can find is multiple different news sites, I guess you would call them, that picked up this press release and redistributed it. All right, there's a new book on tactical lockpicking for emergency service professionals. The author is Pat Watson of Uncensored Tactical, and he recently released a new practical guide to lockpicking for EMTs, firefighters, and other first responders. It's published by Uncensored Tactical, and it's titled Tactical Lockpicking, a Systemized Approach for Responding to Locked Obstacles During Emergency. And it presents an unconventional entry approaches for emergency service members and how this skill can better equip EMS workers to minimize structural damage. So if you're a first responder of some type, be sure to check it out and also to follow the links at the bottom of the article that's linked here in the show notes because they have some other articles for EMTs and firefighters on forcible entry techniques that could be handy. And in another story out of Ontario that will kind of lead into the lockpicking criminals section, an Ontario Museum, District Heritage Museum, published a, a they published a segment called a heritage moment. And this one started off 
uh, at reading, Unlocking the Secrets Behind History and Protecting the Collection is Part of Museum Work. With the second break-in within a month at Heritage Museum, we were inspired to write about locks. And then it goes on to give brief history from way, way back, the very beginning days, you know, Egypt and all that, up through a little more current times. Just, a, it's a very light history. It's not, it doesn't go into depth, but it's an interesting article, so I'll have that in the show notes. And now we'll get on to the real lockpicking criminal stories. In Williamston, South Carolina, police are asking for help identifying and locating two suspects after a burglary and safe cracking occurred at an area of Burger King. There's not much information. There is some uh, pictures from security camera footage. I'm not sure what method they were using to try and crack the safe, but I, it's probably a forcible entry method. Either that or they were former employees that knew the combo, one of the two. In Logan, Utah, we have man accused of stealing firearms from local store was charged. Logan LeVar Clegg, 24, was arraigned in First District Court on Monday, accused of breaking into a local sporting goods store and stealing firearms. Cache County prosecutors filed two cases against Clegg on Monday. In one case, Clegg faces two counts of second-degree theft, one count of third-degree burglary, and a Class A criminal mischief. In another case, Clegg has been charged with Class A failure to stop at command of law enforcement, Class A carrying a concealed loaded firearm, and two additional Class B misdemeanors. According to the probable cause affidavit, on August 29th, officers responded to reports of a burglary. They established a perimeter around the area and called out to the burglar, who then ran from the officers. After being captured and detained, police found a loaded firearm and a set of lockpicks in a backpack. Police allege that Clegg is that burglar. During Clegg's court appearance, Prosecutor Griffin Hazard told the court the gun found in the pack was believed to have been stolen from Al's sporting goods in a theft that took place over a month ago. In that theft, the burglar pried open the doors of the store, smashed display cases, and stole two handguns. It appeared those handguns were specifically targeted. The serial number of the handgun found in the pack is alleged to match that of a handgun stolen from Al's, according to Hazard. The second stolen handgun was seized by police in Salt Lake City while in Clegg's possession. So evidently he had, he's been busted with both of the stolen guns. Clegg was booked into the Cache County Jail on August 29th, where he is currently being held on $26,000 bail, and the judge ordered Clegg to not leave Utah if bail was posted. Now we move on to Rittman, Ohio. Two arrested after chase through cornfields in Wayne County. The officer tried to stop a motorist for speeding. The driver fled, drove through two cornfields to try to get away before eventually stopping near a creek. The driver and passenger ran from the car. The driver was caught minutes later. Officers seized $3,000 in cash, lock picking tools, a gun case, loaded magazines, methamphetamine pipes, marijuana, and suspected fentanyl from inside the stolen vehicle, a 2020 Volkswagen SUV. A police officer and his canine partner later searched the field and found a pistol alleged to have been thrown away by the driver, 31-year-old Tyler Krastowski of Worcester. Krastowski is a felon with a criminal record. He did not have a driver's license and had a warrant out for his arrest by the Ohio State Patrol. 
The passenger, 23-year-old Trevor McKenney of Ravina, was charged with obstructing official business. Now, in Canada, increased reports of bold bike thieves in Toronto and Vancouver as used bike prices climb. The COVID crisis has evidently led to increased bike sales as a safe and socially distant mode of transit and exercise. This has led to inflated used bike prices as sellers take advantage of the boom in sales. And in Vancouver, a bike thief was photographed walking near Columbia Street and Walter Howick Avenue at about 8.30 a.m. in bright daylight, holding a bike still secured to a metal rack. Photographed from afar, the thief appears to have unscrewed or ripped the bike rack out of the ground and just walked away with it. He did later abandon it because he got nervous and the owner got it back. In Toronto, security cameras captured two would-be bike thieves whipping out power tools in a private garage beneath a downtown condo building. Luckily, the dynamic duo were unable to get their power tools working before security came along and scared them off. And this was shared with me as a way to point out that if they can't pick the locks, thieves will quite often find another way. And now we'll move on to community news. We have another update on the Community Challenge Lock by Rune Picker, George Jim, and Picking Patriot. The core is complete and waiting on the lock body. And you can check out Georgia Jim's video to get an idea of how difficult this lock is to pick. And it's titled uh, number 73, Community Challenge Lock Update and Pick Attempt. Or if you're if you don't know how to get to his channel, there's links in the show notes. Alright, and in karate belts, this week no new black belts to announce but i decided to kind of troll the lock pickers united discord a little bit and look for people who had been uh, ranked up to purple or higher i can't see any of the the belt applications or approvals on reddit and i might miss some of the ones on discord you know it's just me scrolling through trying to find them so this is probably not a complete list but if you decide you know, if you've gotten a purple belt or higher ranking and you want me to share that with the audience, just let me know and I'll announce it here. Purple or higher is an amazing achievement and I think it deserves some recognition. So in this last week, we had Craig 2.0 earned his purple belt, Rune Picker earned his brown belt, and I don't know how to pronounce this one, Mo K. Text, I don't know, M-O-K-D-T-E-X. He has a YouTube channel, by the way, and he's earned his red belt. Now, I'd like to take a quick break and say thank you to everyone that has contributed to this episode. The executive producers are my Patreon subscribers, Medler, PandaFrog, and Michael Gilchrist. And I will have links to all of their YouTube channels in the show notes if you're not already subscribed. And the content producers for this episode... We have Rune Picker, who has a YouTube channel, so check him out. Alex Hu, and then Redheaded Lockpicker and Jonathan LePage, both of who are fairly new to YouTube and could really use some more subs, so please go check them out. If it weren't for Redheaded Lockpicker, especially these last couple episodes would have been really thin. He has been sending me emails with lots of links in them, really helping me well, I'm having to work a lot of hours, so please go check out Redhead Lockpicker and Jonathan LePage. They both have low sub counts at the moment because they're very new, 
and could really use some support, just like they've been helping support this podcast. If you value the podcast, please go show them some support. And remember, the show is only possible because of the information provided by the community. So if you value the podcast, please help support it by sending in your news, links, events, giveaways, anything you've got. Maybe you're doing a group buy. If you're trying to arrange a group buy or, or anything that you think could benefit the community or you could use some help from the community, send it my way and let me announce it on the podcast. You can send any of that information to podcast at thelocksportscast.com or to any of the other contact methods that are listed in the show notes. Or you can go to support.thelocksportscast.com and find all my contact information there. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends. You can leave a review on your favorite podcasting platform or leave a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube. And there's always Patreon or PayPal. You may have noticed that I moved the news of lockpicking criminals a little further towards the end of the news segment. I felt it was just given too much emphasis at the beginning of the show and was putting too much of a highlight on the criminal aspect. I want to put more of an emphasis on the sport and community, you know, the legal stuff. But I'm leaving them in there because several of you seem to enjoy that segment. All right, and we've got some uh, Labor Day sales going on that you should still be able to get in on by the time you hear this podcast. So let's go through them here. We've got Southward is having a Labor Day sale. It's running through Tuesday the 8th. You can receive 20% off of selected items if you go to southward.com and add any of the Labor Day sale items to your cart, and then you put in the code LABORDAY20 in the discount field at checkout to apply the discount to those items. And any of these codes I will paste, I'll put in the show notes so that you can just kind of copy and paste if you're worried about spelling. Peterson's is also having a Labor Day sale, 10% off everything, even off the items found in the quote, 4th of July sale continues, unquote, listing. Uh, the code is UX71R060W2. Again, it'll be in the show notes. It expires on the 9th. The minimum purchase required is $30. And they remind you again, you might want to check out our July super sales continues. 10% off of those deals they claim should be incredible. And you can go to thinkpeterson.com to get those deals. And just a note, I don't get anything out of all of these. I, this show is not sponsored by any of these people, and I get nothing out of this. This is just stuff that I found or was shared with me that I think you guys could benefit from. And it appears that Lockpickers United have a discount code from Multipick. The promo code is LPURocks with a Z2020. It's active for orders over 75 euros until September 30th and gives you a 4% discount. And at the end of last month, Law Lock Tools posted several discount codes on their Instagram. They didn't state an expiration date on the posts, so I don't know, they could be already expired, they might not be. But I'll link the Instagram account in uh, the show notes so that you can check those out in case you're wanting to order something from Law Lock Tools, you can see if those codes will work. And if we move on to giveaways, I want to start out this time with uh, Alex Who's Mad Aussie Challenge. 
he sent me an email to fill me in on what's going on here. And I'll just kind of read what he wrote. He says, I don't have a YouTube channel and I don't want one, but I've decided to run a challenge anyway. A few people have mentioned that Locksport videos have become a little stale. I like crafting things and decided to include others in my misery. I decided to string a few projects together into a competition. I don't have a channel to broadcast the challenges. This makes things a little problematic. I'll be running a series of challenges. Some are lockpicking challenges. Others are crafting challenges. Primarily, I was only doing this for some Aussie pickers, but I've decided to open it up to anyone anywhere. The challenges will get progressively harder as time goes on. As I don't have a channel and notification at the start will be a little hectic, I will allow one week extension for anyone not already in the group for the first week's challenge. Completion of week one challenge earns one entry into my grand prize. Completion of week two earns two entries. Completion of week three, well, you get the drift. Harder challenges earn more entries. These are completion challenges, not time trials. So don't think you can't enter because you think your time will be slow. Typically, you will have one week to complete. The last one will be harder, and I will allow 10 days and include two weekends. I haven't settled on the major prize yet. At the moment, I have two red slash black belt locks put aside. This may change if I find something else interesting by the end of the competition. An overseas winner will probably also find a couple of Lockwoods in there too. If someone from overseas wins, I will post overseas. The week one challenge is in a vice, SPP a C4 keyway upside down with your off hand, which means right-handed people pick with your left, left-handed people pick with your right, and obviously the tension tool needs to be held in your dominant hand. I will be checking your older videos, so no cheating. C4 is the common garden variety lock on the majority of Aussie houses. Overseas players can use Yale, Schlage, or any generic lock. I'm weeding out any clear practice locks or master lock number threes, etc. Nothing that can be easily raked. This is a challenge. The video needs to be one continuous clip. Post your video on YouTube with the hashtag MadAussieChallenge. It'll be in the show notes. So I can find you. Cutoff for round one is midnight my time, which is GMT plus eight on Thursday, 17 September 2020. The Aussies involved will have until midnight Thursday, 10 September. To keep things as fair as I can, I will be supplying the locks and materials to each of the Aussies involved. With postage time frames, there's no way I can do this for people overseas. Sorry. However, show me that you are using the same materials and following all of my pedantic rules, and I will include you in the draw. Aussies involved in the challenge are Down Under Monkey, Sean Pat, Keyless Entry, Dark Arts Lockpicking, Funky Fast Draw Monkey, Butcher's Block. Each of these people will be hosting the upcoming week's challenge in the order listed. So... Week 2's challenge will be hosted by Down Under Monkey. Week 3 by Sean, Pent, etc. Don't ask them too many questions. They are pretty much in the dark. All objections will be considered and then rejected. But at least I will hear you out first. My idiotic challenge, my pedantic rules, 
but I'm not an ogre. I will be doing the challenges as, as well in the same time frames. I'm hoping that this will be educational and a bit of fun. Week one has already begun, but it's not too late to start. Cheers, Alex. And I'll have a link to Down Under Monkey's video on the first challenge in the show notes. So you can get over there and check that out. All right. And Lowell Forbes one year celebration giveaway is still running. So that's Lowell's wild one year community appreciation giveaway. I'll send you over to his channel to get the rules. So I'll have a link in the show notes for the giveaway video, or you can just go to Lowell's channel and look up uh, his video 83 hashtag Lowell's wild one year community appreciation giveaway and find the rules there. It's running through the end of September. Starlock is still running his shout out Monday series where he highlights channel with fewer than 100 subscribers and tries to incentivize people to check out those videos and subscribe by doing a giveaway for law lock tools and don't forget to check out pocket woman's channel she sometimes does the shout out monday videos too and they count so make sure you get over there and subscribe to her as well i will have a link to their channels in the show notes starlock is also doing the women in locksport giveaway and i'll have a link to that video in the show notes it's open to women or girls in locksport only make a video uh, you can check out his video on it for the specifics of what that contains. I won't go into it all. And that ends on September 18th. And of course, I'm still doing my Packlock a Month giveaway through here and Charles Buildscrap on YouTube. The details you can find at giveaway.thelocksportscast.com or in the show notes of most episodes of the Lock Sportscast and uh, Charles Buildscrap videos the recent ones because the rules changed halfway through the year. Just a reminder. Basically, you need to share stories with me or share the podcast, make sure I know about it, and that gets you entries into my giveaway. I have 100 entries even for the month of August. I will be doing a giveaway there as soon as I get off my week of work here. I don't have much time to shoot a video on 12-hour work shifts. Remember, this podcast needs your support. You can support the show in several ways. You can send me information, anything you have that's Locksport related. Just send it in. Even if you think somebody else is going to send it, send it anyway. If you don't think it's important, send it anyway. I'll sort through it all. I would rather have too much information than not enough. You can share the show with your lockpicking friends. And you can leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Leave a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube. That helps discoverability on YouTube's algorithm. You can subscribe on Patreon, donate via PayPal. If you support the show, I will give you producer credit and mention you in the podcast. So if you have a YouTube channel, make sure that you give me a link. Let me know what it is. Or if you have a blog or anything like that, just let me know and I will put a link in the show notes. Thanks and keep it legal.
Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news. This is episode 14. I'm your host, Charles Current. In today's episode, Foley is working on a new lock cylinder, a new book on picking for emergency service. For full show notes with links, visit thelocksportscast.com. You can find this show and most. Hush. 